I don't know. I was talking into a dead mic or something. Something happened here. It went off here. I hope uh, Tom in Utah is still on. Tom, are you still on? I'm still here. Got to tell you about Rupert oh, Murdoch. Good. Rupert Murdoch. Well, uh, who is Rupert Murdoch? Do you know? Well, the uh, the founder, creator, whatever of uh, Fox. Fox, Fox, Fox I, TV. I don't know who he is. Ah. Well, you know, um, Murdoch is is just, uh, I think, a kind of a hit or maybe a distraction of those things. But um, here, you know, I was I was going over some of these uh, principles that the the uh, National Voters Quorum we're we're trying to push and. And, and now that you mentioned Murdoch, you, here it says right here, make it a federal crime with severe punishment for any person, persons, or organizations who for any reason fabricates and or furnishes false information by publishing or making such information available to any form of news media. <laughs> you think Murdoch would be involved in this? You mean the controlled opposition? Well, no, they look like you're. Uh, without, they made with, it. If it if it were a federal crime to promote false information, I don't think they'd have much to report on. <laughs> what do you think about Rupert Murdoch? Well, I I was I had an appointment with. Uh, a very highly placed senator. Okay, uh, Orrin Hatch. He's he's pretty pretty well known. Yep. I was waiting in his waiting room, and I had an appointment. And Rupert Murdoch walked in with his entourage. He made the comment right away, as you mo- noticed the TV monitors that they were all tuned into his network, and he was really happy about that. But then, of course. He saw that I was in the waiting line, and I had that appointment, and asked me if he could bump or get with Orrin Hatch immediately. So I allowed Rupert Murdoch to bump my appointment. Now, what was Rupert Murdoch doing there? He was making sure that these senators were uh, doing the right thing according to Fox, or according to him and his group of buddies. I realized that the, 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 the media industry, along with the medical industry, control the Senate and the House. And when they saw Donald Trump come in, who is very wise in dealing with all of these characters, that was a threat to them. You know, not necessarily to the senator or the representative, but to the staff. You have all these people whose life is spent living on Washington's uh, golden egg, the goose that lays the golden egg. Let me tell you. The, uh, uh, how long ago the, was that? In 2010, 2011, and 12. Hmm. And I was back there. And, of course, I was, like I said, I was exposing the poisoning of a tenth of the population of the, of the nation. And nothing is nothing has been done to remedy that problem anyway. After all that effort I but, spent 
two months every winter from 2009 till 2011, going on to 12. Two months each time, hitting every senator, every representative, even Barack Obama when he was in. I met with every individual that had anything to do with this poisoning oh. issue that the federal government has put in place. And you're saying, and you're saying that Donald Trump uh, inspired a lot of respect when he walked into the room. Well, I'm saying Donald Trump was savvy on this uh, dead dead weight of the government. They were the dead weight. The people in D.C. were fearful of Donald Trump that he might come come in and clean out the, the you know like the Department of Health or the Department of Education. They're all in fear of Donald Trump. He promised that, but he didn't do it, did he? Well, you know, one man, I will tell you, as if having worked in pathology, worked in the morgue, I don't care how boisterous you are, in the end you're still just a package of bones and flesh. And vulnerable, and I don't care how how pompous you think you are, you're still vulnerable to being uh, physically readjusted or even financially readjusted. The, the wealthy in this nation are still dependent upon their friendship with the bankers. So you can be Oprah Winfrey and have millions of dollars, but if you offend the bankers. See, I had to defend Oprah when she had the trial in Amarillo and found out that all her money was only granted because she was doing what the bankers would allow. And when we prevailed in that court case in Amarillo, everybody was given a gag order so that they would not create a problem for the pharmaceutical industry, which was the real cause of the problem. I don't know if you remember, she was being sued for defamation of food when she said that that fixes that I'll never eat another hamburger for the rest of my days I prepared Howard Lyman to go on her show and she made that statement when Howard expressed to her the fact that Alzheimer's was a direct consequence of mad cow disease so she said well that fixes that so she ended up being sued by the as far as the public knew, it's by the packing industry, the livestock industry. No, that was all driven by the pharmaceutical complex because the largest profit that the pharmaceutical industry makes is upon livestock drugs. So Oprah Winfrey, all her money is only allowed because she is doing the the bidding of the bankers. The same thing I, you know, that's recently in the house. that's recently been uh, uh, discussed by this uh, the Kanye West uh, episode, I think, because you know the bankers or the money powers are the people that allow this these celebrities to have their wealth and to have their celebrity. Yeah, see, that's I interesting. Though the film the, industry, I taught the film industry through the nineties. I'm talking about. You know, people like William Shatner and all these big names, Kirk Douglas. And when you get to get inside them, they are terrified of the bankers. Because whatever they have 
is only by permission. So if they cross that line, they'll be strung up like a few few actors have experienced, you know, like Alicia Silverstone, for example. When she opened her mouth about certain issues that were, how do you say, deleterious to the pharmaceutical industry, and as a consequence, the banking industry, they black booked her. And I, I had warned her that if you open your mouth on this issue, they will they will take you down. Well, she, she went to that. Didn't she? Yeah, she disappeared quickly. Well, that's interesting, Tom. You know, I, I, I think it's most interesting, though, that uh, about what you said about uh, Donald Trump when he was in the presence of the people that were there, like uh, uh, Murdoch and and uh, mm-hmm. and uh, that was, and uh, you know, he that was in 2010, 2011. So he must have been working on that coalition that put him in office in 2016. Yeah. That's interesting. Tom, I tell you, why don't you hold on here a second? I've got Murr in Wisconsin, and, you know, Murr always has a really interesting angle on some of these conversations and topics. Murr, are you still holding for us? Yeah, hi. Hi, Tom. I I heard you say Smith-Munt Act, and I just wanted to clarify on that. It's M-U-N-D-T, and it was uh, written up in 1948 that the... Media couldn't lie to the American people. They could continue to lie to the uh, other than uh, our countrymen out of the country. Of course, they were still lying anyway. But in 2012, Obama was, uh, you know, tasked with making Congress uh, modernize the Smith-Munt Act so that they could lie to the American people. And the first two events after that was the Aurora Theater on 7-20-2012 and then the Sandy Hoax on 12-14-2012. And Robert Holmes was the one involved, the father, supposedly. And uh, I think I've probably said on here, but James Holmes, uh, the boy with the orange hair at Aurora Theater, you know, they even smeared mm-hmm. the moulage backwards. What's disturbing is they can get crisis actors even out of military personnel. You know, the, there's no integrity in the general populace like there used or we, we thought there used to be, <laughs> you know. But, uh, yeah, so Robert Holmes was to testify, as was Peter Lanza. Adam Lanza never existed, okay, from Sandy Hooks. But the two of them were to testify in the LIBOR scandal, a trial for the London Interbank Offered Rate scandal. And the scandal rolls on hand over fist, and the bankers were flaunting their power. They even had something about Sandy Hook, as I understand, in the Dark Knight movie that was showing in Aurora. You know, Colorado, the theater there. So I'm not sure if I've seen that. So it's it's this is how they play. Like you said, Tom, the uh, you know the pharmaceuticals. Uh, and of course, we've got the food, which might as well be pharmaceuticals. But in Revelation 18:23, it says you'll be ru- ruled by merchants and sorcerers. Pharmacia is sorcery, mm-hmm. and so we're there. Well, in the 1800s, the people that were the remedy cells were the were the beginning of the pharmacy. As a matter of fact, the remedy cells were basically snake oil and uh, mostly alcohol and coloring. And that's I, you know I I I keep thinking that maybe all of this uh, this uh, 
COVID hoax or COVID activity is is basically a um, a remedy that has been pushed on to everybody solely for the profit of those pharmaceutical companies. I don't. Some of it, I think, has to be placebo. They came online with it too fast. It got distributed too fast for the to actually have some kind of value. Or the poison just didn't take in some people, you know. But you have to remember the way they pushed it, okay, that it was a virus that could affect everyone at once everywhere. And then they have Bill Gates in the picture posing as a doctor, which he isn't, of course, But what people relate that to subconsciously, and I've said this many times, is his computers and their viruses that can be everywhere at once. So people don't even realize that subconsciously this is what they're thinking. Well, of course viruses are real and can be everywhere at once because of that. And I had sent you, I think, the thing from Bogdan Herzog in Romania that wrote in May 2020 about this uh, uh cognitive dissonance and uh, pattern recognition and how they used it with uh, uh, Dolly the sheep and uh, killing of the king, the supposed assassination, although that that was another, that's a strange thing there with JFK, too. That's that's an amazing, amazing story of really abdication and abduction. And when you really look into that, they want us to think that these are our martyrs, but they're trying to avoid karma, or if you want to call it that, and let the people have that. But yet they're still part of the bloodline. And, um, you know, he was taken off to a Polish-speaking area of Russia, as was Tsar Nicholas. And the women were Mm -hmm. kept for bloodline breeders. So we're lied to about so many things. You know, it kind of fulfills William Casey's, uh, you know, everything the American people believe will be false. And and that was actually his mission statement as CIA head to Reagan. And he had been Reagan's Mm -hmm. campaign manager and pulled off the October surprise in Paris, dealing with the Iranians, the bankers, to, you know, within like four minutes after the inauguration, uh, they were released. And they had been held 444 days, (laughs) you know. And with Oprah there, it was E. coli too, right, Tom? Mad cow. Uh, Tom, man. There you go. You know, Mer, uh, what, what I was reading from the principles of this book that my father put together, it was the national principles of the National Voters Quorum. And one of the principles would be to make it make it a crime punishable by severe punishment for lying to the media and for lying for the media lying to the public. How would, how could, and I don't think there's anybody in this country that would argue that that would help. Of course. That right there. Let alone all the other things he wrote. (laughs) He had to get rid of that book. Well, you know, the, the, one of the core issues that, that they created with this National Borders Quorum was to create a lobby fund. In other words, enough money where the people of the United States, the voters of the United States, could lobby all these criminals in Congress to, to pass laws that would benefit us. And and that would certainly be a law that would benefit the United States, wouldn't it? Or, or is it important for us to be believing all the lies? Apparently it's important to them, and it has been from the very start. You know, we've been lied to about the very beginning of this country, too, it turns out, so... 
you know, uh, Andrew Hamilton. Or me? I can say, don't forget a lot of the lies. We like them. <laughs> right. We embrace the lies many times. Oh, of course. And either on ignorance or by deliberate intent, we like the lies. That's the sad thing. There's something yes, that we're told, and we we say, oh, it's like that individual that was in that Garden of Eden. He said, it is delicious to the taste and very desirable. <laughs> and we like it. You know, the story also goes in the old Hebrew versions of the Old Testament that the children of Adam and Eve were enticed out of the garden by the music and the smell and the glitz and glamour of the carnival. You know, where uh, Jabel, Jubel, and uh, Jabel, Jubel, and Tubel theoretically were the creators of all these distractions, you know, like the barbecue, like the, the music and the rock and roll, and the, the, the you know, the Game Boy. You know, the Pied the Piper. <laughs> the Pied uh, Piper. Well, you so know, Tubal. We, we get out there. We we like the carnival. And carnival is skin. good for you. <laughs> yeah. Well, well we know, all have to grow up eventually, you know, and we can't we can't always enjoy the lies. You know, Santa Claus was an effective lie to keep children trying to behave so that Santa would bring them the gifts. And these days... Well, we enjoy these lies because we enjoy the gifts that we get from the government. The gifts that they give us are the, uh, well, all of those thousands and thousands of of programs that uh, fund us. Uh, I don't know how many people you know, Murr, that are, are double and triple dippers from retirement funds from the United States government. Uh, the United States government has been the largest employer in the United States for so long Everybody is on the public dole right now. And what's really interesting is that I think even in this book I was reading that that the federal employee on average receives 42% more in compensation than than, a public person or people that work privately. Well, that's incentive, isn't it, to go ahead with all the lies, whether you like them or not. Yeah, my kids are not happy with me because I left the RAND Corporation and the government. They said, Dad, if you'd have stayed with that, you would have had a nice, comfortable retirement, and we would be beneficiaries. I said, Mm -hmm. yeah, (laughs) but right now the only money I'm accepting is my Social Security. Why? Because that was my money. And people say, well, why don't you go for these other programs, you know, after they did to you what they did to me in D.C., you know, I... They readjusted my ability to see, of course, in their gratitude. So why don't you go after disability for that? And I said, well, that's not my money. I don't mind taking back my money, but I don't want to. See, I was corrupted by people like uh, Creon Skousen or um, Bogrites or, or Eustace Mullins, murder by injection. Eustace Mullins and I were dear friends. But I, I, I grew up with people of integrity, unfortunately, and I, I don't want to take something that is not mine. Well, I wouldn't call that something unfortunately. But anyway, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, uh, we were programmed to have integrity. All the all the media that we grew up with had uh, uh, was part of the, 
of their theme was to have this moral basis, this integrity. I mean, how many shows did we watch on television that were that had a moral theme to them? Even the westerns had a moral theme. Uh, My friend Flicka, <laughs> you know, all of these old yeah. programs were had trained us to to have integrity, and I think that that's that that's what has put us into this situation we're in now. We we don't understand and we can't comprehend uh, this, this uh, what would you call it, this, this air of total, total, uh, well. Perversion? It's, it's, Inversion, it's at least. Inversion, Inversion. perversion. Hey, hey Tom, hang on, let's, let's bring on Pat. Uh, Pat's always interesting. I think Pat in Texas, you're in yeah, Fort Worth, Pat. Pat. And I, Pull each other's ears. Well, I, oh, I, I just wanted to oh. say something when they were through about Orrin Hatch because uh, he was never a hero to me. Uh, he, I know when they wrote him up, you know, he died and all this, this kind of like, well, I don't But anyway, what he did was he put in uh, the Constitutional Convention Implementation Act. And it was sneaky, really sneaky, uh, because it was only in small uh, libraries back then. That's where you could find out everything. <laughs> no, but, and and uh, we went to several libraries, big libraries, small libraries, and in small towns, they'd put it in. That's how I found it. Uh, but in the big towns, they wouldn't let you know about it. So I'm sorry, I don't have no respect for Orrin Hatch. That's all I wanted to say. Well, he I, served in Congress for, <laughs> he was in Congress for over 40 years. And, you know, I yeah, don't have much happen? respect for any, yeah, I don't have any respect for any government employee that served Congress for 40 years. If they really love the country, they'd step down after a few. I think, uh, you know, I think that, that when they become that entrenched in government, they're part of the problem. But yeah, I'm with you, Pat. I don't know how about you, Tom. You met the match, right? I I was party to the group along with Cleon Skousen and that group of people, you know, like Richard Mack and that uh, gathering of patriots. And Rich and Orrin Hatch actually went in based upon only serving two terms. That was his promise to us. But I will tell you this, since I did have a very tight relationship with the Orrin Hatch, when he got there, he realized that the only way you can make any beneficial changes is to be there for a long time and get seniority. So he, he kind of set the two-term idea aside. And then, of course, he had to, and, and I know this, he had to compromise. You know, if you don't compromise, you end up like... A, Oh, let's see, Ron, Ron, uh, Ron Paul. You're there, but they don't let you do anything. They don't make you, uh, you know, they don't put you over banking or judiciary. You get to do, oh, let's see, parks or recreation. So That's a good uh, argument for term limits. Well, some of the bills yeah. that Ron uh, Paul, put, you know, put in, he couldn't even vote for himself by the time they got finished messing with him. Exactly. Yeah, and I had a wonderful time with Ron Paul while I was there. Ryan also a little later, but 
the fact is, when you're in that, when you're in that, uh, what do they call it, the mall? Yeah. You are actually, if you're if you're going to survive and do anything worthwhile, you've got to compromise yourself all over the place. And I feel for those those men. Again, oh. I realized that the power was not on Pennsylvania Avenue or any of the the offices that are there. It's on K Street. Yeah. And you can't do and anything. And J Street. <laughs> yeah. Oh yes. Anyway, well, uh, Tom, do you think do you think that? Uh, let me ask you a, a question because this kind of brings to mind what I've been reading about this voters quorum. You, would it be possible that the, the the nation could put together a campaign chest or uh, enough money that we could lobby our own Congress to pass laws? Now, how much how much would it take? I mean, how much does it take to pay off all these five hundred and well, how many are five hundred and thirty six people that control our government? Well, are you willing to give the blood of children, too? Because this is what else they use. Well, the other problem is you're talking about money, but who gives you the right to money? So Mm -hmm. if you cross the money, the money makers, the money providers, the fiat paper, it doesn't matter how much you collect, it will be worthless, because it is, quite frankly, isn't it? Well, now, you know, if you could gather buck, barrels of potatoes, and they had uh, exchange value, we're, we'd be in good shape. It'd be the yeah. farmers, the common man that could produce the resources or the value. But the problem is you're using fiat money like a, like I experienced with Oprah or the others in, De- in, in Hollywood. As soon as they offended the bankers, all of their money was no, no longer existent. They had none of it. They just flip the switch on the computer and your money disappears. Well, see, now that's the thing with Trump. You know, we hear about, oh, well, Wilbur Ross and Rothschild and Trump was bankrupt all these times. And he was playing the game. If he wasn't against them, they they wouldn't have bankrupted him. Okay? But he made sure that he was in so deep that he was more important to them to stay alive than to die. Okay? So that's anyway, one way of working. Well, I'm not saying he's innocent of anything, Trump's but he is helping behind the scenes with this child trafficking, which is enormous. Yeah. That's one of the things I was exposing when I was back in D.C., and they were so appreciative of that that, you know, I'm in my situation. When are you got out alive? Uh, yeah. Well, well, child trafficking figured- can go can go beyond just the criminal aspect of it. The federal government, the the, the, the governments, the courts are part of tra- child trafficking. If yes. you ever go to family, if you go to family court and you Every have children. Every one of my cases has been, in, DCFS has been entangled in it. And I've had CPS, to get children back out of that mess. Yeah. CPS stands for Child Procurement Services, all right? Not protection. <laughs> yeah. I like that. <laughs> Well, that's true. Every everybody that's ever been to family court, and family court is the lowest court in the United States, and everybody gets involved in it because eventually 
Well, everybody has disputes, and it's been such a it's so convenient and easy to to get a divorce. But when you do, your family goes into that system, and it's just it's just mind boggling how much money and power is usurped from families in this United States from family court. It's interesting to me that people don't say anything about it. And, and back when they were having the big uh, hoorah about uh, gay marriage, I, you know, I got it. There was one guy that really got angry at me because I told him that I believe that gay marriage was more about getting all of the gay people into family court because they're not likely to be any more successful at staying together than other people. But there's the music, and we'll be back in a few minutes. This is Captain Fred. Hold on, yeah, Pat, Murray, and Tom. We'll be about back. That for you. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news, real talk, real people. Because you can handle the truth. Standing six foot four, weighing 245 pounds of crime fighting, political science analyzing brawn. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Patrick Slattery. So, Mike, get off this anti cicada agenda. I'm a born again traditional Christian, and my favorite possessions are right here on my nightstand. That would be the King James Bible and my 357 revolver. I'd rather be ruled by Chinamen than Jews. Cool it with the anti-Semitic remarks, right? Just because you steal an election and terminate the Republic doesn't mean you terminate the people in the Republic, because we're still here. I'm not taking the vaccine. Thank you, Bill Gates. There was a way forward still on January 6th. What needed to be done is to object to every single state. The COVID-19 virus was the setup. The vaccine could very well be a bioweapon. The Patrick and Jeremy Show, Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central. Extendivite testimonials on Amazon are very informative. Here's one, Rad. Consistent results when used for heart problems. This product has been a godsend for my father, who suffered a heart attack about two years ago. He was prescribed medications for his condition, which was so serious that if he hadn't made it to the hospital in time, he would have died. But he hasn't been able to afford most of the medications. After researching alternatives, he tried Extendivite. While taking Extendivite, he has consistently lower blood pressure and experiences less angina. We are currently on our fifth bottle. I enthusiastically recommend this product, and I am grateful that it is available. To get your Extendivite today, go to Extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Or call us at 1-877-928-8822. Extend your life with My name is John, I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process how we roast it, and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. 
So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. Welcome back. This is Captain Fred. This is the Fifth Dimension on Republic Broadcasting Network, and we're having a conversation that's wandered from uh, the uh, book that I was reading from the National Voters Quorum, and we were just bringing up family court and child uh, trafficking, and Tom had something interesting to add to it. Tom, are you still there? I'm still here, yes. And every one of the cases that I had since the turn of the century, Child Protective Services was involved. I was brought into the cases because of simple biological issues. I'd labored in pathology, particularly pediatric pathology. And as a consequence of me being drawn in and finding a physical problem causing the illness of these children, not the parents, I came head-to-head with DCFS or CPS. And in the process, I found out that whole perverse incentive to do all of that attack of the family was put in place in 1990. Well, it was in enhanced, of course. It was already was existent before. But in 1993, the National Child Welfare Act was authored literally by Hillary Clinton, the wife of Bill Clinton, the president. And then in 1997, you're talking about the gay and lesbian community coming into the picture. There was mm-hmm. an enhancement with the Adoption and Safe Families Act of 1997, again authored by Hillary Clinton, which then opened the door for putting these children, foster kids, into the care of gay and lesbian partners. Now, why? Did you know that the gay and lesbian partnerships are more, uh, how do you say, vulnerable to disruption because of the partner switching that it goes on. So the courts found out they could have more business or more activity if they put the foster kids into a gay and lesbian partnership, gay or lesbian partnership, they would end up back in court, and every time you're in court is more money for the court uh, court gestures, as I call them. And the whole system benefits... It's so obvious what they do is they they create this distraction story and then they um, they pervert it. The, they pervert the way people feel about these things by using it some kind of, oh, my God, it's terrible. But that's the way I felt about it, too, Tom. It's, it's about getting more money out of everybody. By the way, uh, Orrin Hatch did introduce me to Nancy Schaefer, 
who ended up in a, quote, murder-suicide. Her husband theoretically murdered her and committed suicide, right? As she was exposing the trafficking of these children. Then Carol Keaton Strayhorn of Texas, she was the comptroller of the governor of Texas, asked her to investigate the money flow in, in CPS. When she got into that investigation, she actually found out the disappearance of children. So she published a, a, a report called Forgotten Children. So she was exposing that, and then when she ran for governor, based upon her, on that issue alone, she got dumped. Or that, uh, I that mean, Hillary Pat, Clinton connection. Pat, Pat in Texas knows about Carol Keaton Strayhorn. Pat, are you in the on the line still? Uh, yeah, uh, but... Uh, I, I don't remember whatever he was talking about, but I'm glad that you cued uh, uh, me into this uh, National Voters Forum quorum, uh, because uh, I didn't know about it. it it's interesting. But uh, I, I'm, I'm for Mike Lee. I know he's got some strong competition this year, and, and uh, I know John Statmiller didn't like him, but uh, and, and I Are can't you talking say about that. Mike Lee? Yes, he he has okay. Yes, he's been there a while, and he's 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 on a committee uh, uh, about. Uh, oh, I guess I wasn't prepared to talk about all this, but uh, about. <laughs> uh, well, you know, uh, when you uh, you acquire everything, uh, what is that? When you acquire everything, it's, it's against the law. There's no choice of anything. What do you call that? Monopoly. I, I have <laughs> that. Well, it's a monopoly, but it's illegal. You can't do that. And, and so uh, he's on that committee, and uh, I don't know. Uh, when they've been there a long time, they swing uh, some, uh, you know, way around Washington. So. There's a lot of things we probably ought to be, uh, be helping him out, but now I guess he's fighting to keep his position. Some, some nobody is doing something. I was with Mike the night he was confirmed in D.C. In fact, if you look at Wikipedia, he's wearing a pin in his collar. That is my pin. He came out of the room looking like a mortician. I said, Mike, what state do you represent? He said, well, Utah, you know that. I said, yeah, but I can't see that. So I pulled my Utah state seal pin out of my collar, pushed it into his, and then I said, Mike, you know you're not going to be able to fulfill all the promises you made to us back in Utah. And he gave me that chessy cat grin. So (laughs) Mike has learned, like Orrin Hatch, like all my other friends that have been back there, if if you're going to do anything, you've got to stay there. You've got to compromise, and then maybe a few things can be done that are actually constitutional. But Mike Lee is so probably the most. You don't constant. believe. Why would he Tom, be for the? Uh, why would he be for the constitutional implementation program uh, when he knew that it, uh, we didn't we didn't even know it existed? All we knew. Is that we found it, uh, you know, and, and, and uh, oh, well, back then you didn't have that much talk radio. You, uh, we probably told it. 
we had people say, oh, these people follow us everywhere we go. Yeah, because I want to hang on to the Constitution. It's the best thing we got going right now for what all they got to lay on the table. Well, they, that's uh, something to believe in. Actually, but, Pat, hey, Pat, have you listened to Mike Gaddy's show? Yeah. yeah let me fill in a little bit there, if, you, if I may. <laughs> Let Mark <Murray> jump in. <laughs> there is no political solution. And the Articles of Confederation were much better. They kept the federal government small, as it should be, if you have any at all, okay? And what they did was, similar to this, having another convention, the Constitution, it was supposed to be just a convention to help the Articles of Confederation be, you know, modernized or whatever. But no, that's not what they went to do. They went up on the second floor, they drew all the drapes, they had guards at the door, and they swore each other to secrecy for 50 years. To put That's in this constitution, point. it is doing exactly what they wanted it to do, what, which includes taxing, <laughs> taxing everyone to death. It's it's not what we it's it's all we got, but it's not good, is what I'm saying. But, unfortunately, well, but I want to I want to say something here about Hilda Beast, if I may, please, because this is very important. Yeah, she's up on the platter too. Go ahead. Yeah. Well. A woman named Jessie Sabotar, C-Z-E-B-O-T-A-R, and if you go to the bit shoot and you go to the high command, that's Timothy Charles Holmseth, and he's the one that has been getting her affidavits to where they can be seen and used, and apparently that may be some of what was taken from Mar-a-Lago, okay, because she very in detail spells out not just Hilda Beast, but others, but her in particular, she's seen more than once torture and eat children. So they're not just pedophiles, they're pedivores. This is very dark and very satanic, and this is what runs this system. Okay? So we well, can look into that. The, court, the family court system is is flawed. And, Have you and the way they... Yeah, and, you know, well, but hey, listen, guys, uh, let's let's bring in Misty. <laughs> Misty's been holding for a little while, and uh, she may have something to say about this. Misty in Kansas, are you still on? Well, maybe not. I think she must have dropped. Have y'all heard heard yeah, of well, the yeah, child? Yeah. yeah, we're going to we're going to bring Misty in because yeah, okay. she's from Kansas. They, Misty in Kansas, are you there? I am. Hi, Misty. How are you doing today? I'm doing lovely, enjoying the conversation here. It's kind of jumping over everywhere, but uh, it's good. Uh, we I have just a lot of problems. Huh? I just wanted to. Uh, I just wanted to comment on. Uh, I do believe we need term limits. Uh, 100% because the longer they're in there, the more they're bought and paid off. I, I just firmly believe we need that. And the most important thing in my mind is we have dual citizens running this government. Yep. And that is, are we as American nationals, people born and bred here for years upon generations upon generations, are we too stupid to even know how to run our own country? I don't think so. I think there's more uh, American nationals that would do a better job 
for the people, their own people, than having dual citizens do it for us. That's a conflict of interest as far as I'm concerned. Well, of course. Dual citizens from where? Are you talking about Israel? I'm talking about Israel. I mean, well, there's there's a few other ones. you got no, first-generation, <laughs> you know, people coming over here from Somalia and first-generation people, and they're, they're in the Congress. I mean, well, none of that makes logical sense. And then one other statement I had to make was to where, you know, all these people are so pro-Trump and he's this great savior. Well, everybody needs to remember that Trump came up and specifically stated, forget the due process, take the bump stocks, we'll deal with due process later. So he's not what people seem to think he is. There's only one Savior, and it's not political. Amen, sister. Amen. Amen. And he, and he can only work through us. I don't believe in term limits. I think term limits is called a voter's box. It's just daggone apathy is what it is. Well, you've got people that are making a career out of this, Pat. I just, and if you don't think they're bought and paid off, I'm sorry, ma'am. I I disagree. Hold it, hold it a second here. I was was reading from the National Voters Quorum, the book that my father put together. And, Pat, I wanted to, to let you know, too, that there is, there is no National Voters Quorum. This, this movement was stopped in its tracks back in 1975, 1976. But in the, Nash, in the National Voters Quorum uh, uh, principles, it lists that, um, well, it says... Uh, Pass legislation making it unlawful for any person to hold dual citizenship in the United States in any other country. I don't think there's yeah. any other country that I'm aware of, and, and I believe I'm, I'm, I'm correct on this, that allows dual citizens to run their government. We are the only ones. And, you know, APAC Ukraine. doesn't stand for Political Action Committee. You know, that would be illegal, mm-hmm. all right? Mm-hmm. It's, yes. Yeah, it's Public Affairs Committee, see? They're, they're slick, mm-hmm. real slick. Mm-hmm. And the compromising we'll of these, this. the compromising, I have to get this in here. Just like Hildebeest, it has to do with what they do to children. That's the compromising, okay? It's not just money. <sighs> well... I agree. It's sad, I agree but, with you, it's sad but there uh, is there is there is that going on. It's really sad that that's going on. It's sad that we we can spend more money on a, a war that we have no way to to really know how much we're spending on it or where it's being spent than we are for helping the children of our own country. It's just ridiculous. I, I and and exactly that. I, like that tent or that uh, migrant camp, e- illegal illegals coming in this country that are in New York. I mean, you've got so many homeless people in New York. It's unbelievable. American nationals, American people. We got people sleeping under bridges, and the homeless in New York are going, my God, you set these people up. They have TV rooms. They have Xboxes. They have 
everything you can imagine. They have their own cuisine of food, you know. It's, it's, it, this is utterly, it's, it's just gone to hell. Misty, Misty, I wanted to. I, I, wanted to, I, I, I have a different to... take on on the on the immigration issue. The you say they come and they they use the social services system, and I'm not going to deny that they really do. But the reason why the borders are open is because most of the people that are coming here are coming here to get the jobs and to be debt slaves. That it's like they used to say that that they do the jobs that we don't want to do anymore. Well, they're the, being fed lies in no, media, wait, too, well, Fred. Let me finish. They, let me finish. They, they take, they don't, they, it's not that they do the jobs we don't want to do. They assume the debt that we don't want to assume anymore. All right? Well, so, didn't your own father's... Uh, uh, father? Hey, listen, I got, I've got one more caller I want to bring in here. Paul in New York. Paul, we've got about another 10 or 15 minutes uh you jump in here and tell us something. Um, okay, well, the reason that they've opened the borders is because it's a great vehicle for smuggling children across the the border. And the reason that the reason that they messed with CPS is because CPS is the largest child trafficking agency in the world. And not only do they get to destroy the financial well-being and livelihood of the parents because they're fighting against a brick wall to get their kids back, CPS is also monetizing their birth bond, and they're also monetizing the children. And when they have the children and can get a judge to rule that they can no longer even see the child again, then that child gets trafficked into the human slave trade and child sex slave category. This and is adrenochrome factories. <laughs> adrenochrome factories, everything else. This is demonic from the very, very core and, Hil and Hilda Beast <laughs> I'm I'm not surprised she was the one that was behind that legislation. I'm not the least bit surprised. Look at what happened in Haiti. How many kids disappeared in Haiti? How many parents died because they were murdered? How many people got caught with seven or eight or a dozen kids that they were trying to smuggle out of Haiti? That's only a small fraction of what actually went on. The, and the I reason they're many, bringing the I wonder how many children. I wonder how many children are orphaned by COVID uh, vaccinations. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure many of them. But I, a number of children have also been killed because they've been attacking them too. The reason that they want Americans dead is because we know what they did, and we're standing up and saying we won't take it anymore. So they are replacing us with immigrants that True. they think will vote Democratic in November and will be thankful for the, what is it, $3,800 a month in public aid that they get? I worked my entire life. I get less than $1,200. <laughs> What's going on? 
it really gets down to the spiritual aspect, though. Just like in biblical times, the people were taken into captivity. Well, here we've turned our back on God, so they're bringing the captivity to us. Yeah, I guess. Replacements. I guess. Oh, debt slavery is pretty messy, too. Debt slavery is real. It's absolutely real, and uh, if anybody, I, I mean, Murr knows the best way to protect your children is to look into the U.S. national status and to drag your kids into the U.S. national status as well, because if they are still debt slaves and still operating under the 14th Amendment, CPS can come and take them with impunity, and there's nothing you can do about it. And homeschool them. And homeschool. Can I jump in here? Sure. Go ahead. Okay, on on that, and I've I've definitely heard a lot about this 14th Amendment uh, issues and people that are doing what you're talking about, but at the same time, the ninth article in the Bill of Rights, it's, it's quite clear that the government didn't have the authority to even put in the 14th Amendment. They, they did right. not. So I don't understand. I mean, I do see why people are doing it, but it, it's still based on fraud. Well, you don't okay. even have to base it on the 14th Amendment. You can just change your status from citizen to national. Boom. Done. Yeah, I understand that, but I'm saying is that if you read the ninth article of the Bill of Rights, that's the supreme law of this land, does that ninth article not specifically say that there should have never been a 14th Amendment in the first place? Well, it was never fully ratified, and when did they uphold laws? All laws are uh, actually depend on treaty law. That will override everything else. And, Murr, you're forgetting to add the fact that the Constitution that we have is not the Constitution that we had. The Constitution we have Mm -hmm. is a corporate charter that only applies to employees of the U.S. Trading Corporation. Right. Or U.S. federal government. I just wanted to say... I wonder how much it would cost to buy back this government. (laughs) More than more than you can have. That's all. We don't. It can't can't be taken that way. Can't be taken by money. All we've got to do is stand up and tell them we won't take it anymore. Well, you don't even have to tell them. Just don't take it. Government out. Is it necessary for the population to fund this government, or can they just print the money they need? Well, they just add a comma. It's a digital thing now. All they do is just add another comma and some more zeros. The income tax is really irrelevant nowadays, I guess, isn't it? It is, and there are a lot of people finding they don't have to do that either. None of the tax you pay goes to the daily operations of the government. It all comes from your birth bond. Mm -hmm. That's where it all comes from. (laughs) I hate to say this, but I'm getting a little depressed from this conversation. (laughs) Hey, real life makes you appreciate nature, doesn't it? Well, you know, guys, uh, I started reading this from my father's book, and he was—he believed that that by publishing information and, and raising this national voters' quorum, 
that they could raise enough money to influence the politics of this country. I don't think that's possible anymore. No, not when the opposing party can print money with impunity that means nothing. It comes from air. If you want to end your day on a positive note, hang around and continue listening to RBN right after your show and catch uh, (laughs) the Radio Ranch with Roger Sales. He will put the happy back in your outlook for your life. I got to say one thing to Missy while while I've got her here because it was uh, I heard Elkin say that I said something about how the uh, cattle were poisoned, and uh, uh, it wasn't how I said it. Actually, it was others that had figured that out that they poisoned the water. It wasn't just the heat, and even the ones that figured out that they had poisoned it then came back later with a report saying, "Oh, it was the heat." No, the water was poisoned. And what did well, they do? That was about the, wait, 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 uh, wait, I, I, you lost me there. That was about the <laughs> cattle that died in Kansas, Kansas this last Kansas. summer? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they liquefied the bodies so mm. nobody could figure out what happened. Mm-hmm. Right, and at the same time, if I, if they, I just read an article the other day. I think this is going on. Oh, in the Netherlands, I believe, they just did, uh, they dosed these cattle up with uh, the mRNA, an Mm -hmm. mRNA shot, and it annihilated the, so it made my mind go back to this Kansas situation, because I live here, I live around feedlots, they're all over. Hey, mm-hmm. hey guys, uh, thanks for joining me today. This is Captain for the Fifth Dimension. And I want to thank Murr and Paul and Misty and Tom and uh, Pat for calling in today. It's really been a, it's been an interesting conversation. We'll be back next week. This is Captain for the It's my own design. It's my own remorse. Have you been looking for a trusted long-term storable food company? We have a solution for you. Simply Clean Foods is dedicated to providing the best quality food you can buy next to fresh from a farmer's market. Our line of resealable fruits, vegetables, and meats are suitable for everyday use, and you won't have to worry about throwing away valuable groceries ever again. Our food is completely GMO-free, and our stringent quality controls, plus testing for heavy metals, makes us unique in the storable foods market. Simply Clean Foods' primary focus is to bring clean food to people all around the world and change the way we look at freeze-dried food in our daily cooking. When you purchase from Simply Clean Foods, not only will you be receiving high-quality food, but you will also be supporting veterans in need across the country and those who are affected by natural disasters. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on long-term food storage in the rotating sponsors' banners to support RBN. Simply Clean Foods. Do it today. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth. Truth, truth.